Sierra, I'm so sorry. I know I'm late. I apologize. I apologize. Oh, did you forget to spring forward? I think I did. And I also don't know what to wear this spring. Oh, well, lucky for you. In this episode, we have a fashion expert who will help us figure that out. Thank God. Let's do this. Hey, everyone. It's John Flynn. And Sierra Morabito. With what about it? What is up, everyone? Welcome back to What About It? Welcome back. Episode seven. We're here. We're back. <laughs> we are back and better than ever. And we are so mm -hmm. happy you are here and better than ever. Yes. Well, welcome back, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for the support and love on our last episode with Kat on anxiety and mental health. Everyone seems to really be resonating with it. And we want to thank Kat again for coming on and sharing her story. Yes, absolutely. We're so happy that you all enjoyed it and that we were able to open that space for some important conversations. And we look forward to doing more. Yes. And today we have an amazing show for you all with a very, very <laughs> special guest. Oh, it's gonna be unreal. So stay tuned. Buckle up. Put your fashion hats on. <laughs> well, CR, how was your week? My week was good, John. Thank you. The weather is absolutely beautiful. Where so I so nice out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so snow I'm is vibing. melted away. We're outside. It's the best. What else can you ask for? I know. Like, I feel like I need to go on more walks. <laughs> Should we go on a walk? <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, notice how I said more walks and not runs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's just about getting outside and active. Anyways, jumping right into the pick of the week. We got some cool ones for you guys this week. Mm -hmm. We know you all loved this last week, and we hope you loved our little TikTok showing our picks of the week last week. Every week we'll be doing this so you can see the items and find out where you can get them. So keep supporting yeah. our TikTok. Sierra, what do you got for us this mm -hmm. week? What's your pick? All right. So this week, my pick of the week, which I am recommending to all of you, are colorful koala leggings. Oh, oh <laughs> For those of you who don't know what they are. They are leggings um, by Colorful Koala that I <laughs> happen to find on Amazon. And they are, when I tell you they're like dupes for like the higher end brands like Lululemon Aligns, they are dupes to the max. Like they literally are so good. They're so soft and stretchy, perfect for yoga or for lounging. And something I love about them is that they do not pill and they do not collect lint. Like sometimes the higher brand leggings do. And so I happened to find these on Amazon and got a few pairs. And then lo and behold, they ended up showing up all over my TikTok for you page. <laughs> Your impact. <laughs> so either people knew that I was wearing them or like everyone else found them at the same time I found them. I think the but, first one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But let me tell you, I'm obsessed and I recommend them to all of you. They come in patterns and also solid colors. I got them for myself and also for my sister. And we're both obsessed. So if you do happen to get a pair, let us know and let us know what you think. Yeah. And if you buy anything or like any of our picks of the weeks, if you buy it, put it on your story, tag us, we'll repost it. And we'd love to see. Yeah. We'd love to promo you. Mm -hmm. My pick mm -hmm. of the week also is featured on our story this weekend because Sierra was jamming out to it in the car. <laughs> it is Justin Bieber's album, Justice. And I keep seeing everyone posting about it. It's blowing up. I mean, I think Justin, I mean, he never 
was never not big, but he really yeah. <laughs> truly made a huge comeback and everyone's loving the album. Peaches, Bop, Ghost Bop, Die For You, all the songs. They're amazing. Oh, they're all so good. I've been listening nonstop. And I just really love the journey that he takes you on like mm-hmm. through this album. And like, and while I'm listening, I can't help but think about Hailey Bieber and like how obsessed it's clear that he is with her. Mm-hmm. The love we all need. We really need that. That's goals. Well, yeah. Well, those are our pick of the weeks. I think it's time that we catch up, maybe. <gasps> I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> well, this coming week, there's something super important, exciting, and immaculate happening. And that is John's birthday. Oh, this Yay! is true. I do have a birthday coming up. <laughs> I feel old. <laughs> oh, my God. He's getting older. He's glowing. He is getting even more perfect by the day i didn't know it was possible stop please <laughs> but happy birthday john i Thank can't wait you. to think of you all day and all night <laughs> and don't you do that every you. night and every day obviously i do that all the time but oh, i'll be doing just it. be my birthday <laughs> <laughs> but i will be doing it in like emphasized fashion next wednesday the 31st yeah. but do you have any plans um uh, yeah i'm just I'm going to do some things with some family and friends and still try to be safe because everyone's still getting vaccines and such. And we're still in the pandemic, but yeah, just doing some dinners and small celebrations with friends and family. It'll be nice. That's so exciting. I know. I wish I could be there. So keep us updated on any plans you have. And I can't wait to recap with you afterwards and hear everything you did. Yes, I will keep you updated. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, so remember everyone to wish John a happy birthday next Wednesday. We love you, John. <laughs> love you all too. Mwah. Well, moving on, I hear that there's a crazy story you got for us today. Yeah, okay. So I don't know if you guys have been keeping up on the news, like celebrity news, but it's been kind of like catastrophic I know I'm like every time I check anything I'm like oh overwhelmed I gotta go yeah off. I'm like wait what like who starting off with like army hammer I feel like it's just been a ripple effect of like mm-hmm. okay everyone like slow down yeah. <laughs> take a seat please there's just too much happening um but so this story is about Pete Davidson for those of you who have not heard it, um, I'm going to be t- spitting these facts from Vulture. <laughs> and shout out to Vulture. Yeah, shout out to Vulture. Unfortunately, John and I don't have people out there yet, like keeping an eye out, but <laughs> soon. <laughs> so this article is titled, Police Find Woman Who Claimed to Be Pete Davidson's Wife Trespassing in His Home. Um, so basically, what? this woman, they announced her name. So I'll say it. Her name is Michelle Mutretti. She released a false press release that she sent out earlier this week, falsely, fakely announcing the launch of Pete Davidson's production company in collaboration with her and as well as their marriage. No. What? (laughs) So she just, she just like put out this like fake press release, like Pete Davidson, his wife, start like a production company (laughs) and like put her name in there. And then get this so pete davidson wasn't home like at his like home on staten island um because i'm pretty sure he was filming snl or something correct me if i'm wrong but his mother was home and she shows up to his house and lets herself in the girl who wrote the press release just showed up yeah and pete davidson's mom like repeatedly was telling her to leave and she was like no i'm here for pete pete told me to come here and 
P. David's mom was like, get out. And she was like, I sent him packages. And then P. Davidson's mom called 911. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. And so she was um, taken away. She was arrested and charged with burglary in the second degree, burglary in the third degree, criminal trespass in the second degree, criminal trespass in the third degree, oh. stalking in the third degree, stalking in the fourth degree, trespass and harassment in the second degree. And writing again, bad up, press releases. Yeah. Again, <laughs> shout out Vulture for these facts. <laughs> I don't want to say these are mine. Um, but it also says that the defendant, so she was placed on super, supervised release and full order protections were issued. Take that as you will. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Well, first off, we're glad no one was hurt. I know. Um, like his poor mother. That would be, imagine you're just sitting at home, just chilling. You look over yeah. and some woman who you don't know is there claiming that she should be there. That'd be very scary. <laughs> also, like, just like, especially the fact that like her son is a celebrity. Um, I don't think like it's that weird for people to do crazy things like uh, regarding a celebrity. Like that would be even weirder if it was like <laughs> my house. Yeah, that'd be okay. And someone like shut up and was like, I'm here. I sent her but back. But someone coming in your house is an even different ball game though. That would be oh, yeah. so weird and creepy. Like that's so violating, obviously. I know. But so crazy. Ooh. And I also want to say, I don't think that we have enough information on this story at this time to say that they definitely don't know each other to some degree, because in each article that I've read, like I looked at TMZ um, and Vulture and like E and nothing has specifically said their relationship, but it, I just got thinking about it when you asked, like if they knew each other. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming, so, I'm assuming they don't, but who knows? We'll find out. Yeah, so hopefully we'll get more information on that this week. But yeah, super like spooky and weird. Why is every time I check the news, it's not just like, oh, like there's that headline. It's like, oh, like this is a headline that's real. That is actually a like Lifetime movie. That we're yeah. Like what? I feel like people are just wilding. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. thank you. Well, for enough update. on that. Keep us updated on the if you find any more information, Sierra. Yeah, I'll keep my finger in the tabloids. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, happy spring, everyone. The first day of spring just occurred, and we have just sprung forward with the time change. So it mm -hmm. is the perfect moment to spring forward in all aspects of our lives. Right, Sierra? Oh, yeah. After a crazy year, it is the time to move forward and have the best vibes in every way possible. So this spring, we will be discussing ways to spring forward and spring clean, both literally and figuratively. And today, yep. we are not just springing forward, but we have a very, very special guest here to help us be fashion forward. Yay! Much All needed, month. much needed. <laughs> All month long, we have been highlighting some amazing women for Women's History Month, and we are continuing that with an amazing woman entrepreneur. Our guest today is an innovative thinker who is changing the way one shops for fashion. In January 2020, she launched her app, Mata, and it is a new shopping app powering inspired and personalized shopping experiences. Designed and curated by fashion tastemakers and tech leaders, the platform serves as a brand discovery and styling engine. By gamifying the shopping experience, it redesigns the way people shop and sh is shaping the future of tech and fashion. After being featured in Business Insider, People, Star, Glossy, Entrepreneur, and more, she oh is my gosh. on What About It for a chat on all things fashion, introducing the lovely Madison Samaritan. <laughs> Welcome on, Madison. We're so happy to have you. Thank you. I'm honored to be on this. I'm so excited. 
Oh, I was just telling Madison before we started recording how immediately when John was like, just like literally bragging about her to me, I was like, oh my God, she is so cool. And we need to talk to her because I need to know all her tips and just everything <laughs> about her app. Your app is so cool. Thank you. You're making me blush over here. <laughs> I've known for years that you have like the best style ever, but I had no idea <laughs> that this app would be coming. So can you tell us a little bit about the app and kind of the story behind it? Yeah, so it was, I think, my freshman year of college, and I was struggling to find an outfit for a first date, and, like, I have plenty of clothes. I'm great at online shopping, says my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I couldn't find anything to wear. Um, so I turned to my best friend, and I was like, what do I wear? Uh, and she was like, well, wear whatever makes you feel the most like you. Um, and that really got me thinking um and i was like okay we swipe right and left for our romantic prospects why can't we do the same for our clothes like wouldn't it be so cool (laughs) an app can you know put something together for us and know what we like um and for us to feel really great and confident in it i think what i come to realize through all of my research and experience which should have been obvious at first is it's not really what you're wearing it's how you feel in it so I wanted to create something where people felt fabulous in what they were wearing. Um, the date didn't go too well, but I got a company <laughs> from it. So I'm hey. okay with that. <laughs> I oh think she came I out think, on top. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that you won there. Dates will come and go, but fashion is forever. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I spent the next four years um, really like, heads down trying to figure out like how the way people get dressed what motivates them to do that um xyz and then my senior year of college i for spring break i went to a retail conference instead of punta cana because i'm a nerd (laughs) as it goes (laughs) um and that's where i signed on my first retail partner i think it was planet blue i don't know if you guys are familiar with them Mm -hmm. um And it took so long to get anyone on board. I think I spent like three years and 3000 emails trying to find someone. Um, And then as soon as that first brand, you know, said yes to us within six months, we had 2,600 more brands on board. Um, Yeah, we we really wanted to create a universal checkout cart so you can buy all of the stuff straight through our app. Um, and so I know we needed a lot of players. I didn't expect it to grow as quickly as it did. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're here. I graduated May, 2019, and then we launched in January. Wow. I feel like you are the epitome of like hard work pays off. Like you grind it and grind it. And then like the result was more than you could have asked for. It sounds like. It feels like a really slow process when you're in it. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, it was a few years and it was very heads down and a lot of work. Um, but then when it happens, it feels like it feels like it kind of happens overnight and that things are going much faster. So I never feel like the speed is just balance, but <laughs> that's the life of an entrepreneur. Yeah. Speaking of <sighs> being an entrepreneur, what are some of your favorite uh, or the most rewarding parts of being an entrepreneur and what would be some of the biggest challenges for you? There's something really like magical almost about seeing something that you just drew on a piece of paper and then watching someone use it or like being in a coffee shop and seeing girls playing with Mata and like knowing that that was just something in my dorm room um, at one time. So I loved seeing people connect with 
an idea that I had that my team spent so long to build. Um, and then also my team. We're such a family, as cliche as it is. We're all on like Zoom and like little kids in the background eating dinner and it'll be like midnight and we're like exhausted, but we're trying to finish something. And I think that <laughs> you don't really get that as a big, at a big company as much. Um, it's a little more formal. It's really nice that you can like have that atmosphere and make your own schedule, but at the same time, you you can't ever turn it off. Um, which I'm sure you guys are learning with this podcast now. Like, it's hard. I'm not someone that could do a nine to five. I'm just not cut out for that because I couldn't turn it off anyways. But it like it really follows you everywhere, and I think you have to have like the stomach for risk because it also feels like you're on a roller coaster. And you feel every single emotion about your company within one day. Like wow. in the morning, you're like, I got this. And then in the afternoon, you're like, why in the world did I do this? And then it's <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Have that have you had any situations like that where like you like thought something was like the best idea and then it happened and you like really had to learn? And like how do you come back from something like that? Yeah. So when I was signing on all of those brands, I was super excited and I'm someone that can bite off way more than I can chew. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my advisors, he's like, Madison, you have a hundred brands on here. Like you don't need any more right now. Let's just launch and see how <laughs> take your time. You're like, give me more. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no, 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 I'm on top of the world right now. I got this. So <laughs> And then a week before we were about to launch, the system just completely crashed. Like we had press lined up, we had everything um, and we had to postpone the launch three months. And so I was like smacking myself in the head, but ultimately it was a fail forward. What I liked to call Ooh, I them. Like, like I, love I love that. Fail forward. <laughs> I'm going to steal that to, one. <laughs> you learn from it. And like, I learned that, we created a technology based on that that could handle all of the brands and products. And we really became quality over quantity. So we really had to take a look at like, who do we actually stand behind and believe in? So when we make a recommendation, we know it's like, this is the best we're recommending. So I like to move very fast and it forced me to slow down, which isn't always the best feeling in the world, but I think it's like a really necessary feeling. And I think we're all learning that today with COVID, honestly, like we were all so hectic. I felt like, and then all of a sudden we were forced to stay in our houses Mm. and like really look at things. Um, so that's the kind of constant theme I'm seeing right now. So you just mentioned COVID and I wanted to ask you about that. Obviously when you launched, it was right before COVID happened and we all went on shutdown. How do you think COVID has impacted the fashion industry and the way people are consuming retail and buying clothes? Obviously, it changed a lot. Um, And I think that, you know, for a while, a lot of our brand partners were really nervous Mm -hmm. because they weren't having those customers come in the store anymore. Um, And everyone, you know, quite frankly, I think that COVID just sped up what was going to happen in the fashion industry anyways. I think that the way online shopping and the way in-store shopping, you know, they were so separate and I think they were pretty, um, they were a little old fashioned in the way they were doing things. And I think because of it, brands are starting to look at um, one new ways to work like 
and have social responsibility, which I think is so needed with everything happening. And then also like from a technology standpoint um, and from a customer relationship standpoint, like right when COVID hit, a lot of our brand partners came to us and were like, we need another way to interact with our customer. Um, so that really changed our business plan a little bit because we don't just have the app anymore. We're starting to actually license out our technology to brands so that they can create their experiences. Um, so that was a really interesting pivot. I think someone told me early on the company you start with won't be the one you have in three years. And mm -hmm. that's what I'm learning right now. That, yeah, that's such an interesting like point that you brought up about like how it just really like propelled what was bound to happen because I can say like from experience, I have never shopped online as much as I have like well, literally my entire life like in the past like you know, year. <laughs> I feel like like I don't even want to go to stores anymore. Like I only want to shop online. And now a lot of stores are doing in-store shopping appointments, um, at least here in New York is what I see. And you know, there used to be a time you'd walk into Barney's, RIP Barney's, um, and the sales associate, you know, this was honestly before we were born, but so I've heard is the sales associate would have, you know, a whole dressing room with stuff and they knew your name and they're like, how are your kids? Blah, blah, blah. And that really doesn't, that clienteling doesn't exist across right. the board for everyone these days. Yeah. So I think with in-store appointments, there's this more like, intimate relationship being built between the customer and the sales associate. So I'm really interested to see how like in-store shopping is going to change once COVID's over. Yeah, I think that'll be very interesting. I love that whole idea that you're talking about, of like a more personalized experience where you get to know someone. And I feel like yeah. it's so cool with your app that you focus more on the feelings that people have associated with clothes. And I'd love if you would talk a little bit more about that, because I just think that's so unique because people so much, I think, have this outlook of uh, like retail of being like, oh, people are just trying to sell a product. But no, like fashion is such a personal thing where it's an expression of yourself. And yeah, I think that's I so that. cool that you're giving a platform to be able to focus more on feeling and like literally trying to make a partnership with your outfit. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Clothes are such an emotional thing. And even if you say you're not into fashion, I guarantee you like the choices <laughs> that you're making are emotionally driven. Like, oops, sorry about that. My, a friend of mine wears the same Nike sneakers until he completely wears them down and then buys a new pair. He's like, I don't like fashion. I'm good with just one shoe. And I'm like, you wear that shoe all the time because you know you feel good in it and you're comfortable in it. And it's like your identity is in that more or less. And wow. so I think, yeah, when you're like choosing what you're going to wear in the morning, it's kind of like how you want to show up in the world today. And it's how people see you too. And so you don't need, you know, to be wearing all the designers or all of that. It's really just about like what, feels the most true to you and so much of your identity is in that as well. Wow. I love that. And I, like, I feel like that's so relatable to like so many people. And like, I, I wish that pe more people knew that. And that's why I think like your app is so amazing. Like encouraging that, like that, like emotional connection with what you're putting on versus just like, you know, being like, oh yeah, I don't really care. Like there's obviously an incentive behind, behind like what you're wearing, no matter who you are. And yeah. And like in New York, um, where are you guys located? 
I'm I'm in New York right now, but I'm upstate. I'm in Rochester. I'm in Ohio okay. right now. In Ohio, uh, Cleveland, miss it. Um, <laughs> but like in New York, anyone can wear anything, and it's totally normal and totally acceptable because I think people are just like trying things out and are really just trying to be themselves out there. Um, and so that was a lot of the inspiration with Mata. Like we know how to recommend the trendiest outfits. But if you're swiping and we see you like something, even if it isn't the most like up-to-date fashion or whatever, we like curate your own world for you where you can see all these different pieces that you would like to wear. So it's really less about like keeping you up to date with fashion and more really like finding your style through us. Mm, I, I love that, that. You, yeah yeah you brought up like an interesting um point about like the location and like how that affects like what you wear um because like for example I'm moving to LA soon and like me and John both spend time in Los Angeles and like it's kind of similar with New York how it's like you can kind of just like get away with wearing whatever <laughs> um but then like now right now when I'm in like upstate or maybe in Ohio I'm not sure but it's like I definitely feel a little bit more like nervous about like, if I want to wear something that I think is super trendy, like I do feel like nervous about, you know, going to the mall in my like local town because like people just don't really understand that. So like, do you have any advice or like input on that of like, you know, dressing the way you'd like and like not caring what other people think? Yeah. So maybe this is just because I live in New York and I see people doing it, but I'm like, wear it anyway, kind of thing. Mm. I think that at least in my opinion, I've always been someone like, I'm like, oh, are they thinking about me? But nine times out of 10, they're not even paying attention because everyone's just like, oh, am I okay? Like, <laughs> ah, I don't know. Um, and so I think what happens is like, the more you're comfortable, like with your own voice, aka outfit in this situation, and like the mm. more you use that muscle and like finding yourself and knowing like, oh, this is me. Um, I think it becomes a little bit easier then. I mean, I'm still figuring that out too. When I go back to good old Cleveland, Ohio, I feel like <laughs> the wardrobe changes a little bit. Um, so I wish I had a better answer for you on that. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm gonna grab no, that was a great answer. So you mentioned that you partnered with a lot of brands. What are some of the brands that the app has partnered with? And is it all different types of price point of different types of brands? Or is it more luxury or more street style? Like what type of brands are you partnering with? So we partner with a lot of the big retailers. So we have our Nordstrom, our Bloomingdale's, Shopbop, um, Macy's. So we're selling, you know, Gucci handbags next to $10 t-shirts that we think are awesome quality. Um, We did start at a higher price point because when you're starting out, like as a company, I think the playground is luxury because they're really the ones that, one, they're the ones where they start the trends, but also they're a lot more willing, I think, to like, they're the ones leading it. Um, So we did start at a high price point and we got a lot of feedback where people loved the app, but it wasn't very accessible to them. So we became a lot more of an inspiration platform than a shopping platform, which we always kind of knew, but we are hoping to kind of be a little bit of both. So then we started to lower our price point a lot. Well, not No, we didn't lower our price point. We added more accessible brands in. So think like the urban outfitters of the world where Mm -hmm. a lot of our age is shopping, a lot of the younger audience is shopping too. So 
you know, taking those styles, the luxury styles, and then finding those pieces, you know, they kind of look like that, they're more accessible and affordable um, to the mass has been something we're working on. And we're constantly um, launching that and we're getting great feedback from it. Um, we created a technology on the app where you can swap out the product that you see. So if it is a higher price, item you can find something like that for lower or for higher really depending mm. you know on your price point oh that's really cool oh, I really can't wait to play around with it uh, I just like downloaded it this week and I like started using it but now that I have all this inside scoop <laughs> I get addicted to it it's so bad I'll be like oh shit I just spent like 20 minutes <laughs> so like speaking of just like the app in general and like propelling into the future where do you see or where would you like to see this app like 12 months from now like what is the future of Mata what are your goals so we are actually building up our men's version right now which I'm really excited about I'm excited <laughs> that's so awesome yeah it's been a really fun experience um you know, I've dealt with women's fashion for so long. So I feel like a kid in a coffee shop. I was just telling my <laughs> I'm like reading like men's shopping sites. It's like the daily news in the morning lately. Just like <laughs> Madison's going to save me. I'm going to have an app. <laughs> <laughs> so that's coming shortly. And then shortly you'll start seeing Mata in some stores too, which we're really excited about um, as they're starting to use our technology Um for their own stores. I can't say too much about that, but we're really starting to expand just outside of the app that's for women's fashion. So it's so exciting. Uh, Everybody will just have to keep tabs. <laughs> I'm yes. so excited. To, that's so cool that you're getting into men's clothes. I seriously can't wait. Now, I mentioned in the beginning when I was doing a little intro that obviously we've been highlighting a lot of inspiring women this month and you are one of them and such an amazing entrepreneur. And it's been so cool to hear about this. I would love to know any advice you have for those who would like to uh, start their own businesses or create an app. I mean, definitely, I know there's probably a lot that went into this app, both just like on the technology side and the details. Um, I would just love if you have any advice for anyone. Yeah, so I was an English major in college, which is my fancy way of saying I wrote poetry for four years. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> I had no experience going in. And I think, you know, I was surrounded by a lot of my peers that were going into very like business or finance heavy roles, accounting, investment banking, you know, XYZ. So whatever they were working on translated directly to their career. So I think there's a little bit of this misconception that like, you need to study or you need to have the background in something before you start your career in it. Mm -hmm. um, so I was always really taught, taught to look at things like, how can I do this instead of, can I do this? Mm. And by adding the how in there, I think all of a sudden it becomes this experiment and there's so much less pressure. I really looked at it as like playing. And I mean, obviously when you're like 19 and starting a company, everything's so like shiny and new. So like going to the lawyers is the most exciting thing at that age. But now, of course, it's like way more serious. But I think by really looking at it more of like an experiment and like, let's just see how I can build this. Um, that was really, really helpful for me going forward. Yeah, no, I think that's great advice. That and I think I think it's cool to, that actually you didn't start off like working in fashion or that's what you went to school for and went uh, for English. Like, I think that makes the story 
even more inspiring and cool. Like I know for me, like getting involved in music and writing and doing songwriting for other artists and stuff. It's like, I went to school for marketing, which kind of goes hand in hand, but not really. And I think people don't be discouraged. Like, I think you should always go after the things that you're passionate about and don't limit yourself on, oh, I can't do that. Like, I don't know enough. Like you can always learn more. You can find people to help you and I think ugh, it's just so inspiring and cool to see you build up because I've known you for years and to see you build up such a huge company and app and change the game. You're literally changing the game of fashion. <laughs> yeah, and especially it like at such a young age. <laughs> Thank you. You guys are just full of compliments. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh my gosh, you're amazing. And I think like it is so inspiring too. And like, in like any endis- industry, like shifting the like advice that you were just giving about just like shifting that perspective on like, you know, how am I going to accomplish this? Like, mm-hmm. that's just such like a eye opening way to look at situations. And I was something like, I'm going to try doing that more, <laughs> see where it takes me. <laughs> a lot of what I learned was by watching other people. I think that's just how I learn I learned more like in two weeks in my career than I did in my classes Mm. and like I like to find people that I've call my expanders it's just a thing um and so by like seeing someone that's similar to me doing something I eventually want to do makes me realize like oh wait I can do that too kind of thing and so I think finding mentors was so necessary for me too um just to know like that it's possible in some way shape or form so it becomes a little less scary. Okay. That, yeah, well, that's amazing. We need you to be our mentor right now because <laughs> us and our listeners need some help with our spring fashion. So yes. would you mind telling us some trends we should be on the lookout for you think this spring? And I think that we can also wrap this into our, so our weekly wonder question this week was asking staple clothing items. Oh, that yes. was something that someone submitted. So um, shifting that into like a spring fashion perspective, can you give us like some spring trends to look out for or like spring um, staple clothing items that everybody should have in their wardrobe? Yeah, um, definitely. Okay, so wide leg pants um, are huge right now, but like a very like Taking good note. quality. <laughs> doesn't need to be expensive, but like a good quality wide leg jean, I think will last you such a long time. Um, that's really like the new format or silhouette, what's the right word for denim right now? People are joking that skinny jeans are out. I don't believe yes. that. I don't think, I don't think anything's out. I mean, it's 2021, nothing's out. Right. Um, but, but wide leg pants for sure. Um, Bubblegum pink is huge right now. I don't know Ooh. if you've seen it. Instagram oh yeah pink yeah. comes back every spring but in a different shade Ooh, okay. uh, pastels of you know any sort like the light blue the light purple I'm seeing like green and lavender um right now I love the uh, lavender like whole palette my favorite color to wear oh. <laughs> um, like a good quality sweater in like a pastel shade, I also think is a really great investment piece because you can wear that like in the fall, in the winter, or like throw it on as your jacket in the spring. Um, I'm very into layering. Blazers are always really great, like a good oversized blazer. Yeah, because you can honestly wear that with your sweatpants now too. Mm -hmm. That's like the look now, your hoodie, sweatpants, throw on an oversized blazer. 
I love that. Um, yeah. We uh we know we talked about this in a previous episode that we noticed at the Grammys and recent events that there's been a lot of feathers. Do you think feathers yes. are gonna be in this spring, maybe? Oh, very <laughs> the boa. The boa. We <laughs> talked about the boa. Sierra's boyfriend was like, What is that? And she's like, a boa. He was He's like, like, isn't that what just a feather mean? scar? <laughs> We've all been cooped up inside for so long. I think now go big or go home. When Put you on a boa. Yes, why not? <laughs> Going to see the nest throwing on a boa. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm going to go buy a boa if they're not sold out online because of mm. Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> but with our remaining time, so would you be willing to play a quick little game with us yes. called Trends, yay or nay? <laughs> I love it. So we have a little list, but I think we're just going to think of some on the spot. Right, John? Yeah, we'll just do a rapid fire. You just go yay or nay. Yeah, or if you have like a reason why, but you can just be like, mm-hmm or no. <laughs> okay, so starting off, Crocs. Nay. Oh, <laughs> cowboy boots. Yay. Okay, that makes me so excited because I have a pair that I'm dying to wear. <laughs> I'm looking for a pair. I've been swiping on Mata trying to find a pair of cowboy boots. You're like, cowboy boots, okay. cowboy boots. Wait, I love that. Actually, it gets me so excited. Okay. All year round. Oh, okay. Perfect. Like, if it's summer, throw a little dress on with it. Oh, cute. All right. Um, Chunky jewelry. Depends. Mm, okay. On the rest of the outfit. Sorry, that wasn't a yay or a nay. No, <laughs> Wait, I'll okay. give you one that's like kind of along the lines of that. Mixing metals. Like if you're wearing like a silver necklace, gold earrings, are we okay with that? Yay. Yes. Okay. Now I think this will be yay, but blazers. Yay. Okay. For, for both men and women, do you like a little moment for everyone? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So high-waisted jeans, are those still on? Yay for everyone, but not for me because... I'm built like a boy. <laughs> no. So are we like, are, are, is it appropriate to wear low rise jeans now? Cause I know that that was gone for a while. Is it back? Oh yes. I'm actually such a low rise jean fan. Yeah. Like the <gasps> early 2000s low rise jean. Mm -hmm. Okay. We love. <laughs> I've noticed that the early 2000s are really making a comeback right now. Oh yes. Mm. Oh yes. <laughs> what do we think about wild patterns? Yay. They're very popular for pants right now. Like wild pattern pants are very in right now. Okay. How about Bermuda shorts? Nay. I can't get on this thing, guys. I can't yeah. do it. <laughs> Honestly, me either. <laughs> I don't know why that's like a thing that might be a thing. <laughs> Chunky sneakers, yay or nay? Yay to a certain extent. I've okay. seen some wild sneakers in New York. Um, oh, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. How about, so I guess this is more of a question than is a yay or the nay, but middle part versus side part. I think it depends on your face shape. Mm, I think okay. it really depends on you. Like not everyone can do all of the trends. So like I cannot do a middle part. I wish I could, but you're killing one right now. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay. And the final one, crop tops. Are we into them? Are we not this spring, this summer? What are we thinking? Yay. I think yay. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you for providing us with the fashion insight we needed. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I love hearing your opinion because like hearing from it, like an actual expert, I'm like, okay, it's, it's all right. If I wear that or like, don't wear that. <laughs> okay. Well, Madison. 
thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We really, really appreciate it. And your story is so inspiring. And everyone needs to check out your app. Where can they find it? And where can they connect with you? Yes. Um, on the app store, it's the Mata app. Um, you can connect with me on Instagram. I'm not very good at my own Instagram, but we have one, which is at the Mata app. Um, so yeah, that's where you can find us. <laughs> Awesome. Well, everyone, make sure to follow, download the app, and support our girl, Madison. Yes, and swipe, swipe, swipe. Mm -hmm. Yes, please. (laughs) There's no reason to look ugly this spring when you got an app. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure to download, subscribe, follow, rate, and review. And most importantly, Sierra, what do they need to do? Tell everyone, right? Tell everyone you know to tune in. Yes, there'll be a brand new episode next Thursday. You can make sure to stay up to date on all things What About It by following us on Instagram and TikTok at What About It Podcast, on Twitter at What About It underscore pod. You can find me on Instagram at John Flynn Music. And Sierra, where can they find you? At Sierra Morabito. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>